Welcome to Left On Wed. Bite-sized tips for people getting hitched. Georgia Fletcher. Adam Seeney. In the same room. How did we get here? In this part of town. Can I come too? Yes, we're on a full name basis now and getting really serious because we're talking about... Grant. It's my middle name. It's my middle name. Sorry for the outburst. That's okay. You said full names and I got excited. Oh, It's my dad's name. Oh, that's beautiful. We love sentimental names. My dad won't listen to this podcast. He loves Paul McCartney. Loves Paul McCartney. And Paul McCartney, he could be on your guest list. I don't think so. Unless you're the King of England. Like, well, that's what we're talking about today. Today's topic is... Putting together a guest list. Putting it together. Writing it. However you want to say it. I don't care what it is. A special feature might include little people, i.e. children, on we're, your guest list. We're going to we'll go get through to all this. We're we gonna, will. We're going to look at it. We're going to analyse it. Uh, and we're going to extreme it. Guest lists are so hard. Yeah. Because it's all point in time. Who you know, who you love, what weddings you've been invited to, what time you've spent with them in the last 12 months. And the key word that comes up in weddings a lot, politics. Oh, yes. I thought you were saying the other P word, which is plus ones. Plus ones. Firstly, so we've done all the things to put our day together. Now, who is coming? When do you put your guest list together? When when do you think is optimum time? Oh, as early as possible because your venue needs to know the numbers. I almost think it's one of the first things. Yes, I would be writing that little list inside your head, putting it in a notes app, putting it in a Word document. Well, ASAP. Ange and I, Ange is my French wife, Ange to you, uh, We it was one of the first things we did. We wrote just a, a really rough guest list so we could have an idea of numbers because that does affect a lot of things. Your head count uh, for food. Ratio. Booze. Ratio. sides. I'm getting a flashback of what oh my, my guest Are you okay? <laughs> looked like. It's like the TV show it Lost. It was in Word document. It was in a table, colour-coded. Yeah. Had my family, Max's family, my friends, yeah. Max's friends, and then people we share. Love. Numbered. Yeah. I'm one of 27 grandchildren. That's a fun oh fact. Oh, my God. Are yes. you serious? My nana said... Invite representatives. Sorry to the cousins that didn't get invited, but uh, 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 it was uh, my beautiful Nana's wise words. Representatives. We so did that's the same. what I did. And as part of a big extended family in terms of cousins. Um, and yeah, you can't invite everyone. The people who I think at the end of the day, you connect with most, the people you see the most. Uh, Sometimes it's easier to, to blame there. the venue too. And oh, say, 100%. We are capped at. 100 people. Yeah, blame the venue. Blame blame someone else. That's we love fine. venues. They won't see through it. It's your fault. We love you venues. Yeah. So put together the guest list. Obviously, your immediate family uh, and then everyone else that you want to be there as well. I've heard some people put together a rule of like, oh, if I haven't talked to them in the last year, am I inviting them to my wedding? Mm. I've heard that. Scandal. Yeah, it is It is scandal. Because people come out of the woodworks when you're planning a wedding and they're like, hey, remember me from primary they school? They legit do. I really want to be your friend again. And how do you have that? I'm curious. The difficult conversation of, no, you're not invited to my wedding. Well, firstly, they have to ask first. So if you don't get an invite, you're not invited. Yeah. And sometimes people do ask uh, or they'll mention it. Uh, and something to say is like, you know, uh, we, we wish we could have had everyone. That's a great line. Write that down. We wish we could have had everyone, but unfortunately. Our uh, venue has a cap on numbers. Or budget r- restrictions said that we couldn't. Or we're having a small intimate wedding, which is might be 50 people. That's a good it's one not too. not that intimate, but. 
you know, we, 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 we're trying to keep it small and to immediate family and best friends or whatever. So tackling those big conversations are awkward. It's difficult, but you have to have them because we're coming at a per head cost here yes. a lot. And you don't want people to assume really close to the date that their invite got lost in the mail. No. So, yeah, I think the best is to have the conversations to, to tackle those, to tackle those bridges. So if <laughs> that's not a phrase, <laughs> if a guest approaches you and they are invited and they say, "Hey, this is my partner of six months. You've met him. His name's Tim. Steve. He's great, Steve. Tim. Stephen. Tim. <laughs> Timothy. Timothy Stevens. Full name. We yeah. love it. Middle name. Grant. Would you believe it? We're the same middle name. Tim and I. <laughs> yeah. Timothy Grant Stevens. Yeah. A completely made up hypothetical. Plus one. Is he invited? And how do we tackle that conversation yeah. if it happens? In person, maybe it happens over text or Insta DM, sliding into the DMs. You've done a story about your wedding. Can't wait for Tim Grant Stevens to come. But if it happens in person, what on earth do you do? Yeah, it is difficult. I It happened to me for our wedding. We had some friends ask if their partners could come who we hadn't uh, met before. Uh, and I, I just told them straight up, I'm, I'm so sorry. We actually don't have the space for them. Uh, we can't accommodate. Here's a confession. And they fine. Pre-celebrant, mm. I was with Max for about six months, yep. got invited to my cousin's wedding. Mm -hmm. I asked if Max could come. Yeah. They said yes. 13 years later, it all worked out. Yeah. We're very, 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 very close with that family. But what a huge thing for me to do. Yeah. I look back and I go, oh, my goodness, yeah. Georgia, you are <laughs> outrageous. I've been to weddings um, pre-Ange and I, you know, getting married now we get invited to weddings together all the time um where it was just my name on the invite which is a, a total nod to we're just inviting you um which is fine as well because it's i i understand how much it costs and that you can't have everyone there and you don't know my partner what if someone fine. doesn't and read I, the envelope though right you've got to read between the lines and it's like okay this is directed to adam Sini. that's it. Yeah. So ways that you can be specific is if you're not having those conversations, people aren't asking you openly, be very specific on the envelope, personalize invitations, or if you're using a digital yeah, just put invitation name on it. app website, write the name. You could even put a note about plus ones. Um, we, you know, kindly ask that no, no plus, plus ones. ones. <laughs> but you can put it there so that, that, that bridge is burnt, I'm going to say now. Doing a lot of wrong analogies here. Uh, early. Got to let them know. Got to really put together who's going to be there. It will cause a rift in friendships and relationships. Nah! I think so. I always come back to that lovely Dr. Seuss quote. And let's see if I can articulate it properly. Here we go. Those who mind don't matter. And those who... Matter. Matter don't mind. Oh. Isn't that a nice one? What about this one? Every rose has its thorn and every song is a sad, sad song. Is that Billy Ray Cyrus? I don't know. but No, it's, um, he had a, he had a, he had a I'm dating show. I'm curious to show. know how this is related. It's not related, Georgia. That's the fun part of what the sentence is. I don't know why I'm still talking about it. I liked my Dr. Seuss line. I would have loved if we kept it there. Mm, but mm, I, mm. No, no, no. You wouldn't have I been. Like you wouldn't have been. I let you go. And now you're coming back like a boomerang to talk about the next thing, which is RSVP. So we've mm -hmm. put the invites out there. Adam, you've read your envelope. It just says Adam because of budget costs. Yep. And we and love cool her so much, but she's not invited. But we understand. Because I, I it's a work thing. I only know this person and I'm going with a group of workmates, right? Sweet. Sweet. Uh, so how do you RSVP? 
you might do it on your website, your app, or you need to have a date that aligns with your catering deadlines Mm -hmm. because your caterers or your venue need need to to know know the cost per head, how much food to order, how much food to organize and allow enough staff to cater all that delicious food on the night of your wedding. Best way to do it, most modern way to do it, as you mentioned, is a website. There's heaps of these fantastic websites out there. They're so easy to build. Uh, What are some examples? With Joy is a very popular one. If you go onto those Facebook groups, search wedding apps. There's so many word of mouth recommendation referrals that you can go to. They're fab and you literally just put in the person's email. Here's your invitation that you've digitally done. It gets sent to their email address. They can RSVP by clicking a link, say who's going, that's it. And here's a scandal. The couple will know if you haven't RSVP'd, so they will follow up. But do we need up. some wording? Because sometimes people nah. will often say, I thought I RSVP'd. Yeah. So if those people, those stragglers, life gets busy, we're busy working people, your wedding is important, but maybe not the priority for all of your guests. What could you say to them to follow up on that RSVP? Oi! I sent you an invite to my wedding. Why haven't you replied to it? I have a better idea. Okay. Hi there. (laughs) We are really hoping that you can come to our day. We are just finalising those final numbers for our caterers and our venue. We were hoping that we could get your RSVP today. And the person will read between the lines and it says, Oi! Why haven't you RSVP'd to my wedding yet? So it will read like how I said it. But as you say it out loud, it'll come out like Adam's and, voice. And, 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 and listen to George's advice, not mine. But that was very theatrical. Thank you. So if we know who we have invited, we know whether plus ones are being articulated on the website, the invite, the envelope. We're following up with our RSVPs. What about the little people? Dun, dun, dun. Children? Children. You mean children? I do. I mean children. I've got children. I do too. Just one. Just one. Um, Each. One each. Separate. Good ratio. Yeah. <laughs> one to one. Repopulating ourselves. Oh, not really part But are they, okay. are they invited to the wedding? Well, it's up to you. Some people are like, what did you do? To our wedding? Mm. No kids. Same, same. Teacher said, didn't want to use teacher voice at the wedding. Please leave your children at home. Nice way to put it. Yeah, we said uh, we would love to enjoy the night with you and let uh, have you let your hair down. Please leave your little ones at home. Hey, just a little sidebar, please message me. I have adapted a small poem about inviting certain children or not inviting them. So Brilliant. if you're interested in getting that wording, please slide onto the well, Left so On Wed podcast DMs. Saying that, uh, so my nephew was there. We wanted him there. He was only three months old, mm. I want to say. And uh, my cousin brought their twins who were newborns and they were breastfeeding. So obviously that was completely fine. Um, they stood there with them strapped to the on carriers. Uh, and then for the night, her husband uh, went back and she stayed with us. So that was obviously fine. There has to be certain people that need to bring a newborn. You can't just leave a newborn with someone else. I think also having those really open conversations with those people. Totally. You don't need to do a general overarching statement about children. You can. But you can also speak directly to that person. If you have a great relationship with them, you say, hey, we understand that baby so-and-so is only six months old. What would you prefer to do? Because there are things that you can do to accommodate for those families at your wedding. And maybe it's looking into local babysitters or 
hoping that they have family members and say, hey, they are welcome to come and be on standby if you need to take them away. Yes. Yeah, so my uh, brother and sister-in-law had a local babysitter who stayed in the house that was on the property so that he was still there, but then they could hang out down at the marquee and, and party. I know that my cousins who had babies all brought up uh, a friend of theirs to stay in the nearby Airbnb with all the kids in one place, That's so they great. could be there. And obviously, we were cool if they came in. They, if it had to happen, it had to happen. What if you can make it as easy for the family as possible by finding those nanny babysitting resources on local Facebook pages, referrals, reaching out to local daycare centres that might have educators that are available and love to do babysitting for weddings. Crap, you got a lot of ideas so in your good. head. It's well, just spilling out of you. I just get excited. So, also looking into the accommodation that's close by and what are the transport options yeah. too. We want accessibility. We want to make things convenient, and we don't want people to feel uncomfortable about the conversations. Have around the conversation children. with them. I ha- I went to a wedding recently as a guest, and uh, the couple had heaps of nieces and nephews, and the the wedding was very child friendly. They wanted they invited our little one Iggy. Um, and we actually politely declined that invite on his behalf. Poor bastard couldn't say that he wanted to go, but he wasn't invited if you, you ask me. You a voice. Um, no. <laughs> He's been mooching off me for too long. Uh, so we left him with my dad for the night because we wanted to hang out and we wanted to party with them and we didn't want to have to worry about Iggy. So that was what we were happy with. And I think that you would actually find, if you're thinking it might be a difficult conversation with your friends who have kids <laughs> from a parent, they're very happy to have the night off parenting. Yes. Very happy. Absolutely. But hey, Adam, I am going to hey, Georgia. dip into a topic, which is where you are also very lucky to have that family that is helpful yeah. for you. Because I had a scenario where I had had my beautiful baby boy, Louis. He was only a matter of weeks old and I got invited to my cousin's wedding where it was no children. And mm. I felt hesitant to have that conversation. Obviously, my whole family were going to the wedding. Yes, yeah, so no one. So what was I going to do? Yeah. And later down the track, I've since had a conversation where we've realized it was a miscommunication, mm-hmm. where if we'd have just had that conversation, I would have known that I was welcome to bring Louis yeah. along. So have the conversation. I know it's tricky and make it as easy as possible for the family. Babysitters, accommodation, transport, reaching out to your village if you've got them. Or you might be like my friend and like, bring your kids, come and hang out. Or some people are like, bring them for the ceremony, the canapes, and then for reception, please, adults only. And that's when mum or dad might come pick them up and whatever. Yes. If you do have them there for the whole night, Consider ways to entertain these children. I've got some activity mats if you would like some. I would. Templates for that. Beautiful. Make them age appropriate. I did that recently. I got a bride to email me all the names and the ages of the children. Oh my God, you're so organised. It's ridiculous. It hurts me on the inside. The kids love them. I went to a wedding recently and they had a a kid's table. And there was was colouring in. There was party bags. There was pin the tail on the donkey. And that's where the kids were. The parents could watch. They were having cocktails, but they were right beside them. And they were doing their thing. And they were super happy. They were so stoked to be there because they had some stuff to do. Sometimes I find it depends on the ages of the children and how well they know each other. If it's cousins, they all sort of look after each other. It's so nice and vibey. But, hey, once you know that kids are coming or they're only coming for a certain amount of time, it means you can chat to your venue Mm -hmm. and the caterers about how to best fit them into the seating chart. Yeah. Because you may need high chairs, you may need special meals, and they cost a different amount to the adult meals. So, yeah, your your venue will ask you to do a seating chart. They might have ways that they particularly seat people uh, and you'll just have to fill in how you put people beside each other. How do you decide? That is really hard. I didn't have a seating chart at my wedding. Didn't you? Oh, my God, Georgia. Wow. We let, we let people sit wherever they wanted. 
That's wild. Yeah, it's not so. Okay. And, and Ange and I just sat wherever. I love that. Yeah. That's really interesting yeah. because I was about to say, please don't not. <laughs> well, right. I wouldn't recommend people do it. Okay. Um, but it did work out the way that we wanted. We had on purpose too many seats on each table just in case. That's good. So we had three long tables, right, with 100 people. This depends on the venue and the layout of the venue yeah. too. So you're lucky that you had that option. There was there was something in our heads that we didn't want people tied to a seat. Okay. So it, when it was time to sit down, we just asked people, grab your friends. We got our MCs to say, grab your friends and your family, people you want to sit with and find a seat on the table. Start at the end and sit to the ne- person next to you. And like a actu- bus fill up from the back. Literally. And it actually worked really well. That's and there fantastic. were these spare seats on purpose so then people could slide in if they needed yeah. to somewhere. So the trick is have bonus seating. Yeah, but I wouldn't recommend doing that. Okay, so we've got a seating chart. We give it to the venue. I also think you need to factor in dietary requirements too because it makes it easier for the caterers to find those people. You'll often find at wedding receptions with a seating chart that the caterers will come up to the people with those dietaries or they'll have a little label on their desk or table so that they know where to find them. I love that we're turning a wedding into a desk. Sorry. It's a desk. Not having a desk. They have 75 individual <laughs> desks for people to hot desk at, basically. And this is Fletcher is coming to MC. Uh, uh, Enjoy, uh, everyone. Uh, 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 uh. So aside from the seating chart, what else do we need to factor in? We've got our RSVPs. We've got our guests. We know if plus ones are coming or children are coming. I'm pretty happy. You're happy. I'm Amazing. As, I'm as happy as a person who just got a wedding invite and said, don't bring your child. <laughs> that is nice. It's very good. Are just they- find the people that you want to be at your wedding. Yes. Who do you want here? Don't invite people just because you think you have to. Oh, yeah. Don't invite them. Don't. Don't, don't get over to- it. Invite people you like. Invite. Don't just because they invited you to their wedding five years ago, you might have. You might not be as close to them. Don't invite them. What if your mum's saying, but what about Auntie Karen oh. from when you were little? No, I'm sorry, Auntie Karen. I understand that she might have a connection with me, but I don't remember. Remember Arnie Karen and she has scary teeth. And I don't want her to come to my wedding, Mum. I love I how you've her. painted a full picture of Arnie Be- Karen. Because Arnie Karen was not nice to me, right? When when she came to look after me, I ate sand and I was crying and she was like, No, I don't care. She also hasn't been part of your relationship with Anne. She hasn't seen it. It's your wedding. It's with your someone wedding. Else. Do what you want. So Adam's don't, telling you. Don't get pushed down with the pressures of who people say you need to invite. Invite who you want to invite because it's your party. Should I say it again? Quality (laughs) over quantity. Yeah, and it's not quantity. People don't fill a room because you think you have to. Quality of the atmosphere, the vibe, yeah, the, the people energy. that you want will bring the vibe you need. Yes. <gasps> and where do you want to be on your wedding day? You want to be on that dance floor. Oh, yeah, potentially. That's what... And you want all the guests to follow in that same vibe. You want to smoke cigars on the balcony. Maybe you want to do that. I like cigars. Our weddings are very different. I <laughs> know. I didn't. Not me. <laughs> hey. Hey. Georgia. Adam. You're invited to record a podcast with me next week. Oh, well, I'll see you there. Pencil it in. Can I bring Iggy? Yeah, put him on a guest list. I don't. Grab a high chair. Uh, He doesn't want to come. I just asked him. Do you want to come? No, I don't want to come. He doesn't want to come. Okay. Hey, this was fun. It'll just be you and I. See you then. See you then. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you. And if you want to hear and see more, follow us on the socials. We are at Left On Wed Podcast on TikTok, on YouTube. There are full video episodes and on Instagram. There sure are. If you've got questions, you've got comments, ideas for topics, yeah. slide on into the DMs. But you can also inquire about our celebrant services by finding 
Adam on Instagram and TikTok at Married by Adam. That's me. You can find me at Georgia Fletcher Celebrant. And if you are itching to tell people about this, please do. But you can leave us a review on whatever platform you listen on. Tell people how much you love it. Five stars only. Thank you. That's all we will accept. We'll see you next time. Left on Wed is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay respects to the elders past and present. We, Adam and Georgia, acknowledge our First Nations people's continuous connection to culture and the importance of storytelling.